Listening to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guests. Every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM. Good morning, Malaysia. Otto with you, coming to you live from Kuala Lumpur. Also, we have our sister station, DJ Natia, on the line right now. Mm -hmm. And I hope everything is going fine with you because we are currently live on Facebook as well. So head on over to our Facebook Live right now. And it's the 21st of July on a lovely, lovely Thursday. So make sure that you have, if you have any questions on today's topic, you can always uh, give us a comment as well. All right. In the meantime, we have our special guest today in the studio. Uh, our topic is going to be about Global Tiger Day 2022. So we have Christopher Wong uh, with regards to today's topic, which is Tiger Lead Tiger Conservation Program, WWF Malaysia. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Hi, DJ Natia. Are you there? Ah, we are coming to you live as well from Langkawi FM. We have DJ Natia on live right now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Awesome. How awesome. are you? I'm great as well. So I, I believe you're wearing blue as well like me, right? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so if for today. <laughs> yeah, so if you uh, if you want to join the conversation as well for people listening right now, you can also view us on our Facebook page right now and give us a comment, all right? So, moving with today's question with our special guest Christopher Wong with regards to Tiger Lead Tiger Conversation Program WWF. Uh Christopher Wong, uh way I know what is Global Tiger Day. Hi, Otto. Um, thanks again uh, for having me here. Uh, so Global Tiger Day is uh, marked every year on uh, 29th July. Uh, it's about to raise awareness about uh, on our magnificent uh, yet endangered tigers. So a century ago, we in the world, we, uh, we thought we had uh, 100,000 tigers roaming all over the world. Mm -hmm. But by the start of uh, 21st century, uh, that number has plummeted to estimated 95% uh, due to uh, rampant poaching and also habitat loss. So in 2010, uh, 13 tiger range countries, which all uh, uh, countries where there are still wild tigers, came together and all gave a commitment to double the number of tigers by 2022. So while some tiger uh, populations have grown ever since uh, in countries like in India, Bhutan, Nepal, China, and Russia, uh, these big cats are still widely uh, threatened in Southeast Asia. So this Global Tiger Day, apart from uh, raising awareness and uh, a part of celebration, it is also a reminder to keep us in check to see if, uh, if we are doing enough to save the tiger or if we need to do more for the tigers. Mm -hmm. DJ Nata, do you have a question you would like to ask Christopher as well? All right. Uh, why makes the tiger important as a species? Hi, uh, thanks, Satya. So, um, tigers are more than just a magnificent and a charismatic animal. So, they are also crucial for the health of their habitat, the forest. So, a healthy tiger habitat ensures that uh, nature is in harmony and can continue to provide uh, food resources and also clean water for us and also for uh, the future generations. So, as 
top predator, uh, a tiger. Uh, we also call it a, an apex predator. Tiger keeps population of prey species like deers, wild boars in check, in turn, uh, maintain the balance between herbivores and the vegetations which are consumed by the herbivores. So in saving tigers, we also save the biological uh, reach and diverse landscape which all these wildlife are in. Mm. And then why should the Malaysian tiger and its environment be protected? So, uh, losing the Malayan tiger to extinction will, one of the things that will happen is to create domino effect and it will disrupt the delicate balance of the ecosystem. Like I mentioned earlier, they keep those herbivores in check and hence to keep the balance of the ecosystem in check. So, um, now we only have fewer than 150 Malayan tigers uh, remain in the wild in our Malayan forest. And compared to 1950s, we, Malaysian was thought to have 3,000 wild tigers. So poaching for illegal wildlife trade and loss of habitat are most serious threats to tigers and other wildlife. So the Malayan tigers is officially now listed as critically endangered either under the IUCN rate list or what it means is that critically endangered if there is no uh, sufficient effort to go into saving the, the, the wild tiger, um, tiger sent a very high chance of being extinct. So you did mention 95% of Malaysian's Malayan tiger is nearly is already extinct. What's left is like a, less than 150 left in the wild in Malaysia. There's already. fewer than 150. But apart from that, Otto, there's mm. also uh, the cultural uh, aspect of tigers. Ooh. So in, in Malaysia mm-hmm. and in Southeast Asia country, we always refer to uh, uh, refer to tigers as uh, 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 something of uh, um, a symbol of bravery. Yes. And even on our Jata Negara, we have two tigers guarding, oh, um, yes. guarding it. Mm-hmm. So it is as if uh, it, it is already an identity to Malaysia. And even you see um, in our uh, Malayan f- uh, in our football, uh, yes. the name of the uh, of Malaysian football uh, is called Malaya Tiger. Mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, it, it will be a pity if the Malayan tiger goes extinct and we lose the identity. Yes, so try and imagine not having any tigers left in the wild right now. It will be such a sad and depressing moment for Malaysia to lose our very majestic animal. But anyway, we are currently talking to our guest for today, Christopher Wong, with regards to Global Tiger Day 2022. And also we're joined with uh, DJ Natia from Langkawi FM, who's also interested in today's topic. So we're going to take a very short break and uh, we'll be right back with today's guest. Good morning, Malaysia. Be inspired, informed, and up-to-date. Tune in to Trek's Momentum interview feature of the day at 11.15 a.m. Join us as we speak to our panel of guests on various topics. Health on Trek's on Monday. Tuesday, Spectrum. Wednesday, What Matters. Face-to-face with our guests on Thursdays. And on Friday, tune in to W Talk. Trax Momentum, Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., only on Trax FM. Something for you to wake up to. Good morning, Malaysia. Auto with you up till 2 p.m. today on Trax FM's show. Of course, we are also live on our Facebook Live at Trax FM Official. Do check us out because we also have our friends, our sister station, Langkawi FM, DJ Natia on the line right now. Good morning, Natia. Good morning, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So we are talking about today's topic, which is about Global Tiger Day. And we are talking to Christopher Wong with regards mm-hmm. to today's topic. So Christopher Wong has been uh, with uh, this 
particular topic for how how long already, Christopher? I've been working uh, with WWM Malaysia for 14 years already. 14 years. It's been a long journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So moving on to today's questions. But however, if you'd like to participate in today's show, you can do so via our Facebook account right now because we are live at Tracks FM Official. Yeah, or you can just give us a call at zero three two two eight two five four nine one right now. In the meantime, uh, Christopher or Chris, yes. how are the Malaysian Tigers being protected, and uh, what are we doing to minimize, you know? Um, human and tiger conflict. All right. So for WWM Malaysia, we have uh, initiatives, we have uh, components that we try to look uh, into uh, when when doing tiger conservation. Among them, of course, is uh, anti-poaching and we have uh, tiger research and we have something called what we call the Conservation Assured Tiger Standards or CATS, we call it in short. Uh, We also look into ecological linkages and also land uses. So I start off with uh, anti-poaching patrols. So WWM Malaysia um, is in close partnership with uh, Orang Aslis in the landscape of where we are working with uh, to, 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 to patrol the forest. So with their survival skills, high survival skills, and also their um, familiarity with the forest uh, to pair up with the trainings that we provided to them, uh, such as um, in collecting data, in navigation, in using certain pieces of equipment, uh, they are in the forest to patrol the forest um, independently. So they spend a substantial amount of uh, time uh, on monthly basis to make sure that uh, the forest is well uh, patrolled, uh, the snares are detected, and they are being removed. And if any information about encroachers and, and poachers come into their, their path, uh, this information will be channeled to authorities like uh, Pahileta and for actions to be taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we have a very interesting topic, do you have other questions, Natia? Could you uh, elaborate, uh, elaborate uh, on the Orang Asli Rangers anti-poaching unit uh, of the WWF Malaysia and how did it come to be? Yeah, thanks for the question. So initially, we started off uh, with also uh, with doing tiger research as well, where we set up camera traps in the forest to monitor the tigers. So uh, a camera trap is a piece of equipment that uh, comprises of uh, components like a sensor, a camera. So whenever something uh, with heat and motion passes by the camera, it will trigger the camera to take pictures. So this is how we get um, many, many places up to maybe sometimes hundreds of places monitored uh, at any given time without any of our uh, um, uh, members uh, pr- personally being there 24-7. So this this is the advantage of a camera trap. And while doing camera trapping, uh, we detected the increase of snares. So prior to 2018, uh, when we have only three teams of uh, patrolling rangers uh, in on the ground, where there's 15 members of them, they were patrolling. We detected a certain, a significant hike in snares. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, that was the highest point where we detected more than 100 snares in uh, in, in in our sites. So 100 snares, if when they were active, they can trap any animals in it. because traps is uh, uh, those snares that they they set up are are, are not choosy they do not discriminate mm. so depending on how they set up the snare it can even trap an elephant so with this information we knew we needed to do something drastic we need to step in to 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 increase our efforts to make sure that all these threats are being removed so this is where um, the community come in as a very important component we work together with them we build a team from three teams initially now we have a total of 15 teams so in 2017 going 2018 and 19 we we managed to reduce the snares by more than 90 percent and uh, in 2019 
20 and 21, the total distance which are covered by all these rangers in the field is more than 35,000 kilometers. We are not talking about boat patrolling. We are not talking about um, bikes. We are not talking about cars. This, these are all covered by food, mm-hmm. just by mm-hmm. food itself. So all these 35,000 kilometers, we still, um, unfortunately, still detected a very low number of snares. And in long term, we are envisioned that we hope that one day there will be no snares detected in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm just wondering, and maybe the listeners are wondering, uh, is there any initiatives uh, being taken uh, nationally? Yeah. So even in national level, there are a lot of efforts being put into in place. Uh, just like the, 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 the governments are looking also into various components to make sure that uh, conservation, uh, tiger conservation is being looked into uh, holistically. So uh, one of the examples is uh, through um, the Royal, Royal Malaysian Police, PDRM, in collaboration in, with the uh, Department of Wildlife and National Park or Perhelitan launched a joint initiative uh, Ops Bersepadu Kazana or we call it in short OBK so in, two, in September 2019 so under this initiative members of the Royal Malaysian Police Elite uh, Senoi Prague unit of highly skilled uh, trackers were mobilised to assist Perhelitan in their anti-poaching activities so in 2019 uh, this initiative uh, resulted in seizure more than uh, of uh, worth more than 2.7 million ringgit Malaysia and the of more than 80 uh, offenders consisting of both our local Malaysian mm-hmm. and also foreigners from ra- various uh, Asian countries. So these are among the success that uh, has been put in place by the, by the government. And on top of that, early this year, in early 2021, uh, we have one thing that is being um, established by the uh, government, which is the Malayan Tiger Task Force. Mm-hmm. What this Malayan Tiger Task Force is, is it's being chaired by our Prime Minister. It looks into all the components and it came out with a 10-year strategic plan to how to save our Malayan, uh, Malayan tigers. Mm-hmm. Now, how can the general public actually help to protect the tiger? So there are a lot of things actually you can do. A lot of people, the, the mindset is that because I'm not near the forest, I'm not uh, being hands-on. Hence, uh, this comes out as quite a frequent question, but there's actually a lot of things that the Malayan public can do, although you're not um, directly contributing on the site. So one of it is to, uh, is to learn more about the species. So there's a saying in Malay, um, you know, makata cinta. So learning itself uh, will, will will eventually create the the the, the love for for a certain things, and this in this case, um, tiger and the wildlife. And apart from it, do not support any products that containing wildlife parts, and do not consume uh, exotic meat. So if you come across any uh, any such activities, either on on physical shops, uh, either online. Please uh, report them to um, the, 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 the Department of Wildlife and National Park Perhelitan at their hotline. Uh, and apart from that, uh, reduce your your, your uh, uh, reduce your usage of uh, resources. So choose to purchase forest-friendly products like uh, certified papers and wood products, uh, certified sustainable palm oil, and also sustainable coffee, for example. Um, and apart from that, contribute either in monetary or your time uh, to NGOs which are working on, uh, uh, on tiger conservation or wildlife conservation. Well, all right. So you've heard it from the man himself, Christopher Wong, who leads actually the Tiger Lead and also conversation of uh, conservation of the program from WWF Malaysia, talking about Global Tiger Day. Uh, Nat, I'm quite mm-hmm. sure that, uh, let's say, for example, I was quite interested that, uh, that your program, Chris, um, 
handle about 90% of the traps here in Malaysia. And you just cover about 35,000 kilometers of land here in Malaysia, right? When so, on foot. That's the interesting part, on foot. Yep. Just for example, let's say I'm a hiker myself, and I were to get caught in this trap, right, which can, it, it doesn't discriminate at all. Correct. And I don't see, and I'm the kind of person who just walks, and I look up, admire the uh, environment, then suddenly if I just were to walk in a trap, what would happen to me, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. please remember, all right, uh, is there anything you'd like to add, uh, Chris? No, actually, um, we, we are setting up in a very uh, specific area all in north northern uh, side of Peninsula Malaysia in Para. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other NGOs as well who are setting uh, camera traps to, to, to monitor the tigers as well as contribute to tiger conservation. And it, it, a lot of all these are being coordinated by Pahilitan. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, a trap that you meant earlier was a camera trap, right? It's, it's not the snare trap. Oh, sna- I mean snare traps. So, oh, snare traps, yes. yes. So if you if you find something like this, uh, it, it, um, please inform the authorities immediately. Is it that hidden on, on the ground, or you can actually visualize? You can see it when it's there. So all all these porches are also very skilled uh, uh, wildlife criminals. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all these kind of snares. Um, so animals sometimes they are very uh, uh, um, sensitive to changes that are happening in their path. Mm. So anything that is uh, foreign to their path, sometimes they, it will trigger them to be more careful, mm-hmm. more cautious about it. So what the poachers will do is once they set up the snares, the, 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 the loop is on the ground, they will hide it and camouflage it very well with, with branches, with uh, dead mm-hmm. leaves, mm-hmm. just so that the animals don't, don't see them. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. Now, and uh, we'll be right back. Right now, we have uh, more music lined up in this hour. Stay tuned. For your latest information, get expert opinion on an issue affecting us as Malaysians and citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guests on Thursdays at 11:15 a.m. Only on Tracks FM. Coming to you live from Angkasa Puri, Kuala Lumpur, as well as uh, from Langkawi FM, we have DJ Nat on the line as well. Good morning. <laughs> so, right, we are with our guest today. Uh, his name is Christopher Wong, and we're talking about Global Tiger Day 2022. Uh, he's the t- Tiger Lead, also the Tiger Conservation Program, and part of that as well from WWF Malaysia. So, if you have any questions, uh, you can always call us at zero three two two eight two five four nine one or zero three two two eight two four seven four six. We're also live on Facebook. Head us over, head over there, and uh, we can say hi to you as well. So, I just like to say hi to Noran Noraniti Abdul. Uh, says good morning. Good morning to you as well. So, without further ado, we are talking about the Global Tiger Day. And uh, as we heard early on from our guest, uh, we have less than 150 Malayan tigers left in the wild and it's still being poached because of its value. And uh, we have currently a lot of people participating in uh, making sure that th- that our Malayan tiger is not going to be extinct. We have uh, camera traps. Uh, we t- t- took a lot of uh, effort in taking away all the uh, snare traps for the, uh, uh, for, uh, for, no, for no, like you said, it doesn't discriminate. It can trap anything, even as big as an elephant. Correct. So thank you for doing what you're doing and everybody who's actually uh, participating in this program. Uh, by the way, how many people are actually participating in your program right now in this project? So, um, if you're talking about uh, patrollers, we have uh, tens of patrollers. Mm. Uh, actually, all the way up to 75 patrollers actively going into the forest every single month. Wow. Yeah. Right. And then these are just part of the program. And we also have uh, camera trapping uh, wildlife biologists together with their teams as well. So, it is a huge team just uh, 
within WWF Malaysia <laughs> and within the whole country, uh, <laughs> we, we, we have other NGOs, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, that works on camera trapping. We, we require a lot of resources and current resources is still very lacking. So like what you said, uh, Chris, earlier on, uh, if you are just a normal person, just like me, the way that you can contribute to this is learn more about the Malayan Tiger, uh, have some loves, have some compassion about them as well. Uh, and uh, also do not buy or purchase any wildlife uh, products which yeah, also, contain wildlife. I'm, actually, I'm just wondering if, let's say, you know, we, we already know that uh, there's uh, uh, poachers um, in the jungle, yeah? And then I'm just wondering if, let's say, why not we just stop the poachers? I mean, um, besides we stop buying the, the products and, you know... Why can't we just catch them? Exactly. So why should the illegal wildlife trade be stopped? Yeah, the very good question, Natia, and also Otter. Um, so the, the the patrolling that we are doing on the ground is actually to pinpoint down their locations and also to provide information for authorities so that they can be apprehended. But if you have been hiking in Malaysia forest, you know how difficult the terrains are. So that itself it really uh, requires a lot of efforts to be invested on a daily and monthly basis and yearly basis just so that a lot of places uh, uh, having the state of uh, no, 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 not leaving any, any stones unturned in the forest. We need to track them down. This is where the skills of the Orang Asli comes in. very useful because um, a smudge on the, uh, on, on the ground uh, could mean nothing to, 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 to um, uh, a general public. But to them, they could pin down to say whether this is because of human, if human persons were there or not. And they will try to use those information that leads probably to their base camps uh, and send all this information to the authorities for, for, for follow-up actions and um, on in terms of the wildlife trade poaching is the on the ground most basic level that fuels all this wildlife trade mm-hmm. so because of wildlife trade are very high in demand uh, for their parts that believes uh, that could cure diseases um, and parts such as uh, the teeth the the, the whiskers um, some bowels and also uh, even penis of, of tigers are being used in traditional medicine. So all these beliefs, uh, if you look into our modern medis- medicine, uh, it, these all can be more properly uh, managed by, you know, in fact, it's better if you go to a doctor than, 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 than rely on all these kind of parts. So to fuel the wildlife uh, trade is uh, among the thing is the poaching. So this is where um, all parties come together to make sure that the forests are protected and they don't be in our forests to, 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 to harvest all these uh, natural resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, is there any hope given uh, the low numbers of Malayan tigers? Yeah. So uh, previously, all all the way back in uh, 1950s, Malaysian, uh, we I uh, mentioned about 3,000 tigers, and we have been on a downhill trend ever since. And the latest number of 150 is all time low. Uh, there are, however, um, efforts being made so far. Even WWF and other NGOs has revealed our uh, revealed that in our camera traps, there are new cups being uh, photographed. New cups meaning more tigers are being produced. Uh, apart from that, there are also tiger that are be, uh, that have been uh, previously not detected is is being detected in in slightly higher number. So we are seeing positive signs like this. But we can't we, we can't just base on all this kind of. Uh, positive signs to say that our effort is sufficient. It just means that we are uh, going on the right track. 
to save the tigers. So resources still needs to be to be invested to make sure that um, one number one habitat is protected. Uh, number two, they, they they are free from threats and also their prey species for the tigers are sufficient. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what will happen on Global Tiger Day 2022, and uh, how will it differ from you know previous celebrations? So, uh, Global Tiger Day this year is uh, on the 30th and also on the 31st. As I mentioned earlier, uh, it's celebrated annually on the 29th of uh, July, but because uh, 30th and 31st falls on the weekend, so we make it uh, more of a better time to celebrate Global Tiger Day. So this year, Global Tiger Day uh, will, is organized by WWF Malaysia and also Maybank. So uh, previously, we also celebrate uh, Global Tiger Day for the past two years. In fact, uh, we were doing it virtually uh, in 2020 and also 2021 due to the uh, COVID restriction. So the last physical event we had was uh, was was. Uh, a run for for a, a run that we organized in 2019. Um, so this year we are having a physical eco festival held at Pavilion Bukit Jalal. Jalil over two days which I mentioned 30th and also 31st July so the first day of the event will offer interactive activities for families and children with uh, WWF merchandises to be won Mm -hmm. and then the main event is on the second day so on the second day uh, WWF Malaysia will be screening the national premiere of the 20 minutes documentary about securing safe heaven for Malayan Tiger Mm -hmm. so this documentary uh, will talk about a tool that um, every park can use uh, an active checklist of uh, of of um uh, criteria and standards that they can use to make sure that um, the place is being managed well for tigers. And then uh, the event will be hosted by Azura Zainal and also Jeremy Atiu. And performances, we have uh, Blues Gang, ZRV and Clinton Jerome. So it's going to be happening, mm-hmm. very happening. <laughs> so And the area will be set up uh, with a forest team mm-hmm. just to simulate the forest, uh, Malaysian forest. And then uh, the materials used for to set up all these kind of things are... <coughs> Excuse me. Are from uh, our, our FSC standards. So the kids, uh, we think that the kids and even the adults will enjoy this whole thing. And uh, there will also be face painting, sitting for your portrait, and shopping for eco-friendly wares. So admission is free. Awesome. That's oh, among the, 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 the thing that uh, a lot of people are waiting to ask, right? And then, in fact, the first uh, 1,000 to register will get a free Grab Ride voucher uh, to Pavilion Bukit Jalal for uh, 31st July, worth up to 10 ringgit Malaysia. So please register yourself at www.rawforlife2022.info. That's ROAR as in R-O-A-R. Yes, ROAR that's for right. life. One word, yeah? For life. That means we can go. Yeah, we can go. So, Natia, you know what to do. Come over, head over here to uh, Kuala Lumpur and uh, we can have a ball. And it's going to be a blast. Looking forward to it, actually. The 29th of July, right? Mm-hmm. Please, everyone's invited. Everyone. All right. So, anyway, a recap on today's topic. So, please remember there's less than 150 Malayan tigers left in the wild. Cameras have been set in place. Organizers, NGOs, even the authorities are on board on this so please do your part just simply knowing more about the Malayan tiger and mm-hmm. also do not purchase any products with regards to it has yeah, contains yeah. any animal uh, products in it as well alright mm-hmm. so uh, Natia do you have yeah. anything else you want to add oh before we say our adieu and goodbye oh 
I mean, it's quite serious. You know, less than 150 animals left in the wild. I mean, with the Malayan tigers, and that's just only one species. That's only one animal. We have tons of thousands of other animal species in Malaysia. So it's our part as the might I say quote Khalifa sebagai dunia. Nah, our mm-hmm. Khalifa. We are the we are the Khalif of our country. We should take care of our, our environment no matter what. All right. So yeah. thank you so much for those who are actually online streaming. Thank you so much for your questions as well. Uh, we look forward to the next one and looking forward to our guests as well. Maybe we'll go uh, head over to the event and see you there. See you there. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with the news. So stay tuned. This is Otto from Tracks FM and DJ Natia from Langkawi FM. FM. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you. Take care. And thank you, Otto. Thank you. Bye. Bye.